David Flint, and this is Take Back Your Country. One of the great occasions in the year, one of the public holidays, is the Queen's birthday, celebrated in, on different days in the various states, but nevertheless celebrated, and marking Australia's oldest public holiday, which is appropriate for the Crown is, Australia's oldest public institution, certainly the most economical, and the one which is the most effective of all the political institutions, constitutional institutions in the country. The monarchy provides in Australia, the crown in Australia provides an institution which is unique in many countries, that is, it provides leadership above politics. And this is something which informed Americans very much regret does not exist in the United States of America, but does exist in Australia and Canada, New Zealand and other countries, leadership beyond politics with an institution which is important constitutionally, not so much for the power it wields, but the power it denies others. It's the final check and balance in much of the political process which means that the politicians can't do some things without at least passing it before the governor or the governor general. A final check and balance, which even occurs in relation to the appointment or removal of governors and governors general, because these must be go before the Queen, not as the Queen of the United Kingdom, but as the Queen of Australia, as in the same way the Queen does the same thing in relation to Canada as Queen of Canada, a very important function. This enrages our Republicans, but most of them only want an imitation of the present successful system in the form of a politician's republic. And that's what they tried in 1999 when they proposed the only republic in the world in which it would have been easier for the Prime Minister to sack the President than his cook or his driver. The Prime Minister could carry around a piece of paper dismissing the President without notice, without any grounds whatsoever, and without there being any right of appeal, which is extraordinary that you would have such a political system. And no wonder the people said no, notwithstanding the overwhelming support of the media and of the politicians for this, the people said no, they said no nationally, they said no in every state, and they said no in 76% of electorates, certainly a landslide. And if you look at the opinion polls today, the latest opinion polls indicate that only 34% of Australians would support a vague, undefined republic which of course would fall significantly when the specific form of republic were put in a serious vote, that is a referendum. But there's a time bomb in all this, a time bomb for the Republicans. The time bomb is this. The 18 to 24 age group, the young people of Australia overwhelmingly support the monarchy. They are less inclined towards a republic in the low 20s and they overwhelmingly support the constitutional monarchy. If you can't persuade the young of change, who can you persuade? 
and that just indicates that there's very little interest in Australia. The Republicans had their chance in 1999. It could not have been a fairer or more equitable process. John Howard was exceptionally fair in that process. The Republicans were grateful for this, but when they lost, they turned round and they blamed him, and completely unfairly. Well, the wonderful thing is that we do have the Crown, and we know that the Queen has been an exceptional monarch. When she was 21, she promised that she would dedicate her whole life, whether it be long or short, to the great imperial family to which we all belong. And she has kept that. She has kept that, even though she is now in her 95th year. Next year, the Queen, the Crown, the Commonwealth will be celebrating something never before celebrated in our constitutional monarchy, in our monarchy, and that is the 70th year of her reign, 70 years on the throne. There'll be something never before celebrated, and that is the Platinum Jubilee, the Platinum Jubilee. And we have a proposal of the best way to celebrate that, to celebrate the 70 years of selfless service to the Queen could be by way of an Australian Platinum Jubilee Medal to be awarded to Australians who too have given selfless service. They've given selfless service in the pandemic. They've given selfless service in the bushfires in floods, in treacherous seas, in life-saving, in hospitals, in defence, in policing. And quite often, it's not been recognised. Why not have, as we've had, uh, we've had it previously, particularly in other Commonwealth countries, not so much here, we've had them, we've had Jubilee medals. Why not have a Platinum Jubilee medal? We could have a committee to supervise this, to advise on this under eminences like John Howard, Kim Beasley, who was once a leader of the opposition and is now as governor of Western Australia, Sir Peter Cosgrove, General Sir Peter Cosgrove, who's done so much work in Australia in relation to major crises, who was the governor general who's played a significant role. Why not have this in Australia? Why not do something which will bring all of us together to celebrate the Platinum Jubilee year. And we have a petition for this. I'll uh, see that it appears on the script, but it's quite simple. You can read about the proposal and sign the petition if you like. It's change.org forward slash Platinum Jubilee. I repeat, change.org forward slash Platinum Jubilee, but that will appear with a text. And in the meantime, do remember, it's most important that we all remember because it's for us, Australians, it's time to take back your country. Mm -hmm.